baby, we got a weird one for you this week. That's right. It's Halloween, so let's make things a little moody in here. We're moody. I'll show you moody, bitch. Get it? Cause like, um, okay. Yeah. Let's fade the lights. We'll make it a little moody. We've got our little can. Ooh, yeah. We've got our candles going. Ooh. We tell some scary stories, but mostly just talk about weird sexual trauma. Yeah, what was that? What is that about? Why is that our podcast? Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. People get weird out there. And remember, always tell your friends where you're going to go. That's right. Drop a pin, baby. Drop a pin. Drop a pin. Give them the latitude and longitude. Make it a little game. Goodbye. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. How you slap you stupid little fuck you, nasty little fuck you, darling fuck you, stupid little fuck. Follow sloppy second with Big Dipper and Mebo. I'm Mebo and that's Big Dipper. Hello. Hello. It's moody and spooky in here today. Do you think people can tell how dark it is in here? It's so scary. <laughs> I mean, it's not that dark. It's not like, it's not like we're like camping out at night in an insane asylum. No, it just is darker than we sure. n- would normally have it up in this bitch. That's right. Um, we're both in orange because it's we're kicking off the Halloween season. We've already kicked it off. We're with, smack dab in the we're right in the middle of <laughs> right in the middle the of Halloween October. season. Um, and you remember two years ago, we carved pumpkins on YouTube. Yeah. Do you remember that? Um, and so this year we decided we wanted to tell scary stories. Scary stories. Because we were going to eat a bunch of food, but we know y'all don't like that. Right? Yeah. I did bring you something, though. Uh-oh. Well, you know I do like that. Because I did come hungry today. <laughs> I have not you stopped snacking came since we came in the door. Well, so hello, everyone. Welcome. Hello. It's a Friday. We have no guests. We just wanted to give you that ooh-ah-ah. Sensation. Tangerine dream sensation. Oh. You know, <laughs> can they show that? Yeah. Put a little pumpkin on it. Put a little pepperoni. Put a little votive on it. A little votive. Oh candle. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, this will work great for nipples. Are you? Do you have any big plans for Halloween? <laughs> I'm going to be in Puerto Vallarta <gasps> for Mexico. For Mexico. <laughs> for Mexico. For Halloween. For Dia de las Muertos. Uh, yeah, I'm hosting a couple parties for a group. It's a bear event. Oh, fun. Yeah. So I think it'll be fun. I'm a little bit nervous only because I have to do an afternoon event and then an evening event. And I know that October in, in Mexico is still quite warm. So it's going to be like a, a hard thing to do. You're going to be tired and drunk. I'm going to be very tired. Well, I'm not drinking. Oh, right. So I I'm going to be tired and very annoyed. Sobtober. Sobtober. Is that what people say? No, I think they just call it Sober October. I don't know if anyone says that. I'm calling it that because that's what I'm doing. I'm wearing black now. <laughs> it's me, Malibu Barbie, the baby name. I am obsessed. <laughs> I, I really thought about it and I think what better of a name for a baby for Trisha, because Trisha Paytas is the Malibu Barbie. She is the Barbie of people. She pretends to be a doctor. She pretends to be a chef. She's like tried everything. She's tried to be a movie star. She's tried to be a TV star. She's tried everything. What? That one nail is just, oh, it's just hanging on to the ostrich feather. She is. That's true. The Barbie Remember of when she was really she into cosplaying? Like she worked at Domino's. And she like cosplayed a- Domino's, Starbucks. She cosplayed as Andy Sam. No, Andy Adam Sandler. Oh my god! What? No, I'm just thinking about her. Yeah, and I'm she- reacting to what we're talking about. Yeah, so she's done it's a the lot. common thing that happens when conversation takes place. <laughs> Between two people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So today we wanted to talk about scary stories. Oh, yeah. Because scary stories are, um, I know for me personally, I have been traumatized by a scary story or two. Okay, which one? When I was growing up, um, there was, we always talked about Homie the Clown. 
this was a real thing. It was sort of amalgamation of like John, John Wayne Gacy. Gacy and an actual person who was like kidnapping kids in in Chicago. What? I believe this was true. I mean, it could be. I mean, there's. I'm sure children were getting kidnapped all over Chicago. <laughs> In every other city. Um, but I mean, like, I was pretty traumatized by any time. Like, I was a gullible kid, and I'm a pretty gullible person. So it's like, anytime someone would tell the story about, like, you know, the old lady who scratches at the wall. Oh, you I know, like, like I just, I would be up all night. One of the first, I remember one of the first times I was ever hanging out with older kids unsupervised, like in my neighborhood, like hanging out with like 12 or 13 year olds, we went to someone's house and watched Chucky and I was five. Oh no. And I was completely traumatized. Like I thought every doll was gonna come to life and murder me. And, I don't do dolls. But I, I don't I, like did, I don't do dolls. I don't like a room full of dolls. I'll do one or two. But I'll like, have a couple stolen Barbies in my house. I but. didn't narc to my family. Like I didn't, I didn't, my mom was like, where do you get this idea? And I didn't say like, Oh, the cool kids in the neighborhood, like I went to someone's house and we watched this movie when no parents were around. I was just sort of <laughs> another one. Another one. Um, so I don't know. Did you have any formative, like yeah, scary I didn't stories? Like, I didn't like those stories that were like um the the person in the backseat of your car. Or when you mm. go to the gas station at night and the attendant like tries to warn you but you don't know what's going on and then your little leg gets cut because they're hiding under your car. Your leg like your Achilles no, heel? No, yeah, they would like slash your Achilles heel and then like, I don't know what next. I mean, there's never anything after that. Okay, so I think what we're talking about is there's a difference between Urban legends. Urban legends and like scary stories. A crime that happened that got turned into well, like that's a, what urban legends are. Like they're based on a bit of reality. Yes, but they're not always about a crime. Like sometimes there's an urban legend that someone drank an entire keg to themselves. Or like that cheerleader that had the whole football team semen in her stomach and had to get it pumped out. Oh, yes. There was one girl at every school that that was about. Oh, God. Can you imagine if someone made that rumor up about you and you were like 15, 16, like trying to live your life? I'd be like, wait. <laughs> You'd be like, why did I not bother? Why didn't I get the lead in the diary of Anne Frank? Yeah. Why couldn't <laughs> I have been the diary? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, so there's that. There's urban legend. <laughs> I don't think you have. I fact. did. I did honk. Okay, urban legends. What is home? What are some? It's it's like the story of the ugly duckling, but it's a musical. It's really bad. Who would you play? I was one of the ducks. Do you remember the? <laughs> just one of the ducks. There's like three ducks that help guide him at some point, and I can't remember their names. You were like, I, I was, was the, one of. The I was ducks. the fat one. I was the fat one. But the cool thing was our school had so much money that we had like a flying system rigged, so that like the characters could fly. So we did get to fly. Ducks fly? Yeah, boo. <laughs> They're not penguins. <laughs> yeah, boo. Okay, so urban legends are different than scary stories. Yeah. Which are like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. So you're saying, you're just saying the difference is like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like a fictional It's just a fabrication. Like just we're doing a horror film. Wrote and made up. From top to bottom, even though it might be like based slightly on things that other killers guess, have done. Yeah. But I think sometimes there's a lot of overlap in what killers do. You know, there's only so much you can do with a knife and a body. Now, this I wanted to <laughs> bring here's my question for you. Yeah. Could you move the body? Yeah. Wait, wait, can, would you pick me? Could you pick me up and Could you me pick up? me up and move me? In parts, in pieces. Um, I remember a distinctive, spooky, scary story. Okay. That um, I remember as a kid, and I want to play it for you now. Once there was a girl named Jenny. She was like all the other girls, except for one thing. She always wore a green ribbon oh. around her neck. There was a boy named Alfred in her class. Alfred liked Jenny, and Jenny liked Alfred. Mm -hmm. One day he asked her, Why do you wear that ribbon all the time? Work. I cannot tell you, her voices said Jenny. She's doing mom but Alfred level work kept here. asking, Why do you wear it? 
And Jenny would say, It's not important. Jenny and Alfred grew up and fell in love. One day, they got married. After their wedding, Alfred said, Now that we are married, you must tell me about that green ribbon. You must wait, said Jenny. I will tell you when the right time comes. Years passed. Alfred and Jenny grew old. One day, Jenny became very sick. The doctor told her she was dying. Jenny called Alfred to her side. Alfred, darling, she said. Now I can tell you about the green ribbon. Untie it and you will see why I could not tell you before. Slowly and carefully, Alfred untied the ribbon, and Jenny's head fell off. See, that wouldn't have scared me as a child because I would have been like, why her head fall? Like, I always had too many questions after the fact. I, okay. Because I remember kids in like high school, we would do stuff like that where we'd go out to the woods and like sit around and they would try to tell scary stories. One time we went to a cemetery and like sat around stuff and they would tell scary stories and everyone would be like, oh my God, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's getting loud out here. And I was like, well, no, no, well, let's wait. <laughs> Now, why did the killer use a hook when there's so many other things? I would, like, ask all the dumb questions, so I didn't right. really get too scared. But what I will tell you is that I do get scared at, like, Halloween horror nights. I don't like those actors, like, running up on me. It's yeah, like, it that's, feels like, too. Hectic. Also, it's like, I've seen the calls that they put out for them. Those are just randos. Yeah, of course. Austin's doing one right now. Horrifying. I don't want that in my life. Okay, but no comments on that. I remember this story I, so vividly. I do and remember, I remember that one vividly. Thinking, and they based a movie off of it. The movie? Orphan, I think, was based off of it. And that, like, when she took the ribbon off, you could see that she was an old lady. I never saw The Orphan. Oh, you know me. Thing. I don't like Oogie Spooky. Do you, not like, do you not watch scary movies at all? No. Every year we talk about this, and the answer is no. Okay, we should sit down and watch a scary movie. I would be, it would have to be 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning with Full all lights. the shades open. <laughs> Can you believe, like, I am of the age, she's getting a yawning, I am of the age that, like, other people my age, you know, have children, own homes, deal let's with, not get, let's not go into that now, deal with a lot of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too but I'm life. like, no scary movie. I don't want a scary me. movie. No, mild please. Mild you know what please. I, That's how I, like I don't my want life. it too much. Mild, please. I would uh, prefer that. I think. But um, wait. So you have never seen Scream? I think I watched Scream in parts. Scream to me is like less scary and more jump scary. Like yes. it's not I trying like to get into I your. Like suspense. I do like a suspenseful thriller. But just the ooky spooky, the like oh violent killing and violence for no reason. Like any of the Saw movies, it's like oh yeah, too bad That's just you're the one porn. I get to like scoop out your insides from. Well, he doesn't do that. He sets them up to do it to themselves. Well, let's take a break. The true horror, and that is humanity itself. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like 
that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And we're back. Now I did bring a treat for you what is it now you know me you always say you don't like sweets and all i do is bring you sweets what are these oh okay but i'm into these wait but these are, are these a caramel apple these are unique unique so these are brock's brock's caramel apples so instead wait. of candy corn and instead of the pumpkins like it's usually just like compacted sugar yeah Oh, it's the apples. It's, okay. They're little apples, green and red apples with a layer of caramel oh, on the back. And they taste like gross. No. Oh, that's awful. Maybe let me try the green apple. Because maybe, are they, or do they all taste the same? I don't know. Is but the green apple got green apple flavor? I can't even pick it up. Who pitched this? How do you come up with this? No, it tastes the same. I don't know. And here's the thing. I don't mind the pumpkin ones. Me neither. I don't think that... I think something's happened where that texture is not doing it for me. That, like, mushy, papery, dry... It's so weird because, listen, the ingredients texture. are sugar, corn syrup, salt, confectioner's glaze. Mm-hmm. Parentheses, shellac. Shellac. How do you know that it's called shellac? Because it's um it's beetle uh, shells. Gelatin, honey, caramel, sesame oil, titanium dioxide. Honey. Okay, <laughs> so there's no calcium. I'm assuming. What's the what am I? What nutrients am I getting out of this baddie? These are gross. I don't. I almost <laughs> put it in my mouth again. No. Nothing. But you know what it's is just good? sugar and carbohydrates. That's or maybe it's it not good anymore. Maybe it, I don't like the flavor. But remember those little suckers that came in the square things, and it was just green, and then the one side was green like a lollipop, flat, and the other side was the caramel. Whoever had those that, were good. If you had those at your house, ooh. If you had those in school, you were the cool kid. Wait, you were the rich kid. What was okay? What was your family? What were you giving out on Halloween's? We weren't doing full bar. But no. We were doing name brand back. So we would get like the Kit Kats that were like the mini Kit Kats. Yeah. And we would just dump those out. I think we would we do that. We always gave out too much. My mom would do handfuls. No, my, my, we, we had like a not so good. We would sometimes have the Tootsie Roll branded bag. That's still, what's wrong with the Tootsie Roll bag? The Tootsie Roll bag is like Dum Dums, Tootsie Pops, Fruity Chews, and Tootsie uh, Rolls. It's not like that's Reese's filler Crunch stuff bar. at the bottom of the yeah, bag. Exactly. Yeah. We would often not have like the best in the neighborhood. There was an old lady around the corner. She lived Sorry in a shoe. No, there was she an lived in a shoe, and she had this green ribbon around her neck. And all the time, we were just reaching for it. <laughs> she lived in this like smaller ranch-style house with these two pine trees in front of it that were completely overgrown. So you would have to sort of duck underneath them as you walked up to her front uh, door. And she would give out Ziploc baggies with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. No. Apples. I hate that lady. I hate that lady. And so she was really old school. But after a couple years, when like everything, when Stranger Danger and Homie the Clown and Razor Blades and no, the Apples, Homie the Clown, that's what I do it not was. believe him. I'm gonna look it up. Um, we didn't have that. We had a neighborhood man that didn't give out candy on Halloween and was a nightmare throughout the rest of the year. And he lived across the street from the bus stop. So we always had to deal with him. Like every morning, he would sit out in his lawn and watch us. Watch you do what? 
He was afraid that we were going to ruin his perfect... He had one of those perfectly manicured lawns where he, like, went out and cut the bushes into perfect balls and stuff. And I think for a couple years before us, there was kids in that neighborhood that would, like, fuck with his bushes and stuff because he cared about them. So then from that point on, he was like, no children, nothing around my house. He had, like, uh, signs on his lawn that were like, do not walk on the grass. Animals not allowed on the grass. Chemicals in grass harmful to animals. Like, was doing his best to keep people away from his house. And he would just stand guard all day? Yes. For, well, in the morning for the bus stop. Mm. When the kids were there, he would come outside and stand and stare at us. And on mornings that he wasn't there, we would race to see who could ring his doorbell and get on the bus before he could figure it out. Ding dong ditch. But it was always caught. And it was always me. What were you going to say? <laughs> You always got caught. I did. I was a slow runner. <laughs> no shock there. Homie the Clown was a North American urban legend, specifically in Chicago, surrounding a killer clown. Originated in 1991. I was five okay. or six. This was coming back from elementary school, walking. Despite the controversy, the urban legend remains largely open to debate with no hard evidence existing to prove or disprove that Homie the Clown existed. Well, yeah, that's like how you can't disprove. Strange a lot Clown of it. was seen stalking children, often trying to get them to enter his car or van. The the legends soon spreading that the clown was a child molester, serial killer, or deranged maniac out to sexually assault and murder children. Oh, Homie the Clown was named after Damon Wayne's character from the early 90s comedy In Living Color, which the criminal was said to have dressed as. Okay, wow. Wow. See, and then it turns into a joke at the end. Wow. Do you remember when all the clown the clown shit that was going on around the United States? People yeah, just, people. This I is, don't understand. This and, is, and it just disappeared as fast as it came. Really. What I don't understand is the motivation by like a YouTuber or a youth or a teen to like dress up and like fuck with people. Like I get it, disrupt the status quo. But like if your ultimate goal is to get someone being like, ah! <laughs> like <laughs> do that again. No. Do it real slow for stone. Oh, so stone king. If you if you're looking to have the camera catch you being like <laughs> or and shitting your pants. Or what about one of these? <laughs> oh my God. Please go away. Like, all you're doing is fucking with someone's life. Yeah. Like, that's not that fun. No, I know. <laughs> but I think it, no, it's not. I told you about it. It's fun to do it to friends. If it's like a thing and you and your friends like to scare each other, that's one thing. If you're just walking up to a, a random old lady who's just trying I mean. to live her life on the street dressed as a clown holding a knife. You don't know what kind of terror you're going to strike into her. And the she world could die is, at any moment. Honey, the world is scary enough. I mean, my heart could pop. If I was scared right. Um, I told you about the time when I was a young child and my sister and her best friend were babysitting me. No. And they disappeared upstairs for a little bit. Okay. And they came back downstairs. You're going to do a good yawn mm -hmm. for me? They came back downstairs. And they were, they had, they were very pale. And they were speaking really monotone. Oh, no. <laughs> and they were, like, moving towards me really slowly. And they were like, come upstairs with us. And I was like, what are you doing? And they weren't responding. I was saying, like, their names. And I was like, stop doing that. You don't you're freaking me out and they just they like they're they so were in character they were in Your character evil. and they were acting like zombies and they were just sort of like like possessed and like not in any sort of like freaked out way but just like slow and calm and they were like come with us and i like freaked out i ran out of the house screaming and crying like tears streaming down my face excuse me barefoot screaming yelling help help something's happened to my sister like beelined it i was like running around the neighborhood they immediately went up and like cleaned up all the makeup and like put, you know because like, oh, she knew she was about to get in trouble and then they went outside and they were like yelling for me and like looking for me and they're like where'd you go we came downstairs and you were completely gone did not admit to it for like 15 years and like, not until I was in it? my, like, mid-20s, and we were all on, like, a family trip, where they were like, okay, we did that. 
Because I, of course, like logically my brain took over and I was like, I know they did that. Yeah. Like I was like eight or nine. So I was like yeah, smart but that's enough. that's hard to, for an eight or nine year old to comprehend. But You're still probably li- believing in Santa, right? Li- <laughs> After I suck him, I know he's real. And then you had to Slave get your stomach pumped because you had so much Santa cum. I and that's the thing. Santa. That's why Santa likes so much milk. It helps his cum production. Yeah. <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> so against my better judgment, I'm a little tired today, even though I got perfect eight hours, maybe even ten. I Ten? Um, I think I slept four and a half hours. No, I went to bed at like one and got up at Can like I open that for eight. you? I got, well, luckily for me, missing a couple of nails. But this is the Kirkland Signature Extra Strength Energy Shot. The last time I took one of these around 2 o'clock. You can just break the seal. kept me up until. You open it. It kept me up until 6 a.m. I would take a little bit of that. You want half? Yeah. You you slam it and I'll slam the rest. Well, I could just. Glug, 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 glug. She wants it all. Mm-mm. That's about half. It's honestly. Slave it's better than ring. a ring. <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> I was talking about Santa's milk making him come. <gasps> Finish it off. Well, now I don't need to do cocaine. <laughs> that could be your trick for sober October. <sighs> Woo! Wait, I want to talk more about like scary stuff. Is it from your hometown? I guess Chicago, there's probably a lot of scary murders. <laughs> In Katy, Texas, there's only one. Um, I guess there's a couple of murders from Katy, Texas, which is where I'm from, which is right outside of Houston. But it was a gay guy, and he was at a straight bar, and he got in a fight with people, and they took him outside. And he was, like, married and a lawyer and very successful, and they killed him right in front of the bar. And I drove by that bar. And it was on Mason Road, too, which That's is, like, a main street horrible. in Katy, Texas. It happened in 1996. Isn't that crazy? And now people are like, why don't you like Houston? I don't know. I don't know. Next. See, I think it's the, that's the difference that we're talking about. It's like, it's it's not like tragic, awful murder. It's like creepy stories. That's creepy to me. That's that you tragic can just be and at awful. a bar and yes, someone can That's just what the world you. is. The world is full of violence. Next question. Well, I have a scary story that happened to me <laughs> and is real. I don't know what that was. But I when I used to live, and it has to do with downtown. Okay. I used to live downtown, and I used to live in a building that was right next to that subway station. Yes. 512 or whatever. Square. By Pershing Square. Yeah. Um, and there was a point in time where... The door, the doormen were not like really on top of it, like they were supposed to be, and they would be like, "Oh yeah, you look familiar," and they would let people in. Well, one time when I was at home, I don't know if I already told you this, this because we were at the old studio when we were signing so it up. Anyway, one time I was at home and I heard someone like in the hallway crying, and mm-hmm. I like was like, "What is that noise? That's weird." Let me peer out, but like also weird shit happens in that building all the time. It was like. Just tunnels of studio apartments. And so I was like, it could just be anybody. And I like looked out and I didn't see anybody, but I heard very loud crying and the door shaking. And so then I like got down on my hands and knees and looked under the door and I could see that there was like something blocking the door. And I was like, clearly there's a person crying in front of my door. And I was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So I called down to the front door, front desk and I'm like, hey, sorry, there's some girl crying in front of my door. If you could come up to the eighth floor and like see it, we're on the far opposite corner from the elevator. So you had to walk a half square to get there. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to come up or I'll send somebody. I'll be there. By the time he gets there, he's like, there's nobody here. And I was like, well, there was a girl here crying or there was somebody here crying. Can you figure out what that was? They were, like, clearly at the door. The, the floor was, like, warm. It was just, like, there was somebody there. And um, he was, like, well, I'll go down and check the cameras, and I'll go see. And so he goes on to the cameras, and he was, like, well, there was a girl that got off on the eighth floor. And she did go walk around, but there's no footage of her, like, where you are in the hallway. We can't see because your door is, like, tucked in. But she was there. And I was, like, okay, so there was a girl there. It, she did exist, and I'm not crazy. 
Then later that night while I'm on the phone, I hear crying again. Mm -mm. And and it's like in the same spot, but like down the hall or something. Like I could just hear it again. So I'm looking through the thing. I don't see anybody. I look under the door. There's nobody, but I still hear the crying. It goes away. I call felony. I'm like, when you come home, like check the hallway for girls. Like look down the, the garbage chute. Like look for wherever this girl is crying. Then I hear banging on my door and I'm on a phone call interview with Them Magazine. And I hear banging and I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. Um, I got to go. There's like banging on my door. Da, 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 da. I hang up the phone. I look through the door. There is a giant man banging at my door being like, hey, I know she's here. Let me get to her, please. I know she's here. And I was like, there's nobody here. Whoever she was, she's gone. She was here earlier. They look. He's looking for her. Security comes up, talks to him. They go and look at the video footage. They're like, yeah, she's in the building. They follow her up and down the building. They cannot find her. They don't know where in the building she is. And they never found her. Just that nail. <laughs> Just in that finger. But they, but I was like, you have to find her. Like, People. get on the thing and like find her. They found her up to every floor. But apparently, like, once you get to a certain point down those hallways, they're like, oh, there's only two places you could really go. They never figured out where she went. Was she crazy? I think she was like kind of insane. But the guy banging on the door, screaming at me, and I was like, she's not here. She's not here. Later, like. A year or two later, someone was like, oh, yeah, she was wasted drunk and it was this person's friend and she couldn't find the floor. So, like, the room she was looking for was the right – it was, like, the right apartment, wrong floor. floor. Got it. So, I'm assuming she just went up into the correct apartment. That's, like, the crazy thing about (laughs) – It's that window, get you. But yeah, I was super freaked out. And then I had to pick up the phone and call back that person I was interviewing for them. And they're like, are you okay? And I was like, listen, there's voices. People are screaming and crying. I probably sounded insane to her. That's the crazy thing about like the the idea of those scenarios as the conversation about mental health and therapy and like schizophrenia or like, you know, like all of these things as those things, as more and more people are talking about that the more you can always sort of explain away oh yeah very like scary interactions with like I think oh that, that all person just like needs in my old ass house when i have the windows open and like one a door just randomly slams i'm like back in the day back in the 1920s when this house was built people are probably like that's a ghost me now i'm like oh i've Wind. created a vacuum by right. leaving the windows open in this weird arrangement yeah 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 You ever seen a dead body? I did. Just in a coffin. Yeah, in a coffin one time. My aunt. I think I've I told that too. My grandpa. I didn't want to touch it. Cold. It was, oh, it was my grandma. I didn't want to touch her. And this lady, Aunt Bunny, kept on being being like, if you touch her, it's okay. Her body, her soul is in heaven, but her body is here, and that's why it's cold. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to touch it. And then I remember just being sad for like days. Being You're like, like Aunt Bunny. And now, um, and now I put that on Lady Bunny. Like in my memory, Lady Bunny was the one who made me do it. <laughs> there, I remember. Is this it? Yes, I remember this reading this book in school called "On My Honor" about a group of friends that like bike out to a swimming hole, and then one of them drowns. They have to like go home and like. Explain. Explain that their friend, like child, like 12-year-old is like dead. Whew. And I remember like we read that in elementary school, like fifth grade, fourth or fifth they had grade. They reading some weird stuff. And I remember like grappling with like how do you tell the parents that little Timmy died when you guys were all jumping in the swimming hole? Yeah. And how do you make us read uh, Animal Farm and understand that, the concept of that? But then also, like, sit down and be quiet in school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Goosebumps. Were you ever into Goosebumps? Those were kind of scary. I had a Goosebumps-themed birthday party once. I remember how cool they made the, the book. The puppet? Oh. No, the book had bumps on it. Yeah, it, ha- it was, like, embossed or whatever. I'm more scared of general bumps than What's Goosebumps. What's his name? R.L. Stein? Mm-hmm. Do you have any genital bumps? I had an... Oh, my God. Let's talk about something <laughs> scary. I had an ingrown hair here. Look at the size of that bump. Pulled it out. It was this long, just 
swirled up. Pulled it out, came out with a ton of pus. It was disgusting. <laughs> and now I have it's probably the scariest thing we've talked about today. Yeah. And now I have like a weird callus like that, like the the penis piercing you were talking about. Like the skin is really hard right there. Mm-hmm. And it's impossible to cover up. I'm thinking about just throwing a little rhinestone on it. <laughs> Give the old jiggly. Because I got a I got a show tonight, so I was gonna rhinestone up Give the, the rest old of my razzle face. Dazzle. All right, let's take a quick break. And we're back. Have you seen Smile? No, I haven't. I, you know, I did see another scary movie though. It was Bros. All I saw was um, the uh, the marketing campaign for that film, Smile. They have just sent actors out to smile, to smile in weird public places, like behind home plate yeah. at a baseball game. I mean, it's great marketing. It's incredible because you pay ten thousand dollars for that ticket. You get way more exposure than buying a seventy-five thousand dollar ad spot on TV. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Give I heard it's actually a good dazzle. scary movie. I heard but it's you great. don't like any scary movies at all. That's no, so crazy. I get to me. scared. I remember when I was a kid, I used to not watch the Simpsons Halloween specials because oh, I, I love they those. would be too scary for me. That might be the I. You know, here's the thing. Let's we're gonna call this episode. Here's the thing about Halloween. <laughs> I used to be Can. super into it. This, now, as an adult, <laughs> so I was just breaking up some of the candy. Go ahead. Yeah, did you leave those in your car? Because they they're not the shape I think they're meant to be. No, they're meant to be apple shaped. Well, what is this? I can't. Those are apple. That's a apple. <laughs> um, I can't even remember what I was going to say. Here's the thing about Halloween. As an adult who dresses up for a living, uh-huh. I do not care. I feel about... like we have this conversation every year. But I think I'm thinking about now that I feel like I know Delta work more because I listen to her podcast uh-huh. and now her podcast is just her. I wish I had that level of enjoyment for things like fall and Halloween. Like she's excited to do But you up, enjoy and I don't things care. like embroidery and tracksuits and cats. Oh, yeah. DIY it's projects. the track suit for me, mama. Adidas is having a sale. Huh. <laughs> Why'd you eat that? Because, again, I'm hungry. Okay, so we asked our listeners to call in with some of their scariest stories. You know, we did stories. ask our listeners to call in with some of their scariest You know, one thing stories. we did was and, we you know, asked our listeners. What we did was we asked our listeners to call in. To call in. And That's I ha- a talent. I have some of them for us. Go. Hi. So hookup story i was a freshman in college this guy messages me like 3 a.m i was lonely messages me and he's like hey you should come over and i was like where are you he lived like 40 minutes away i was like dude i don't have a car he was like i'll pay for an uber i said okay so i get in this uber and immediately at 3 a.m and this lady's like oh where are you going and i said my aunt and uncle's house don't know why (laughs) um and then it's like her son did you not explain why i was going to my aunt and uncle's house at 3 a.m um, her fucking business. I go like out of the city in this Uber and show up and I, we're going down this gravel road with like no houses on either side. This gravel road in the middle of the woods to this cul-de-sac where there's three houses at the end of the cul-de-sac. And she was like, and the guy was not responding to my messages as to which house was his. And she was like, so which one is it? And I was like, oh, it's the one at the end because I just had to pretend I knew which one it was. So I just got out of the car and started walking towards the house, waiting, hoping she was going to just drive away before I got up to the house and tried to knock on the door or something. Um, and so she drives away. And then finally he responds and he's like, oh, she dropped you off at the wrong spot. I'm going to have to come pick you up. Start walking down the road. So in the middle of the woods, down this gravel road, I just start walking by myself. No houses. And then this big red truck just comes up. Well, I and mean, then I get in get get into the truck. And I go home with him. And he chain smoked cigarettes inside and we watched the Italian job and he had a nine inch dick that was pierced. And it was the first time I'd ever seen a pierced dick. And I was like, Am I gonna feel that? And he said no. And then I absolutely did. Um Yeah, and he's the reason why I smoked Paul Mall Blues for about a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's my 
scary hookup story. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bye. 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 Wow. That's so scary. But, you know, people do Did that. Did you give him an Italian job? You know what I'm saying? A nine-inch pierced penis? I mean, Mary. Get married. <laughs> Put a ring on it. Put that ring on it. You know what I mean? The piercing of the dick. You don't like it? I think it's so cool. Really? Yeah, I think it's hot. I this is. The I one, don't want it. This is the one I, I love like. to slap it around. The underside barbell. Oh, I like those. I here. Okay, I don't like. Well, I do like the one where it's just through the head, like the Prince Albert. Mm-hmm. But I also like the one that's like the barbell just through the top middle. Oh yeah, that's of crazy. The dick, and so it's just like yeah, that's that it's like a tongue work. ring. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like your tongue ring, but through the head of your dick. I like those. Nothing ball related. You know I don't go down there, back there, around there. I know a guy who has those like barbells that I just talked about. But like down the bottom of his dick? And the balls. I don't see the balls for me. Take it or leave it. Down the (laughs) dick, great. Basically, I go blind when I see a set of nuts. You know what I mean? I don't see them at all. <laughs> Use your other hand to just why? Uh, this one has the one with the best nails left on there it. There you go. There you go. Just with that hand. I was gonna say. I believe I told this story on the podcast a while ago, but I have a very similar, like country road sort of hookup story that I told once on the pod, mm-hmm. which is. Um, I was living in upstate New York. I was working on a theater project. I was driving a borrowed car, which was a like a Land Rover, a Range Rover, one of those high-end vehicles. And I connected with this guy on Craigslist at the time. And he gave me a longitude and latitude to meet him at not an address. And I met him in a field, not in a house. And when I got to the field, I like... Where did you type the lo- into Google? Yeah, you can do that. Oh, all right. <laughs> so I le- it was like 9 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I drove two Ooh. towns over. I'm getting scared. From where I was staying at the time in upstate New York in these tiny little towns. I drove two towns over. The instructions were, after this barricade, turn in left down the dirt road, take the first opening in the woods to drive into the field, and I'll be waiting in a white, like, passenger van. And I did. Mm -hmm. And he was. And I pulled up in the fucking Range Rover, and I got out, and he, he, like, sort of was, like, half standing, half sitting, like, in the open side of, like, the the van. And I, like, sucked his dick. I was, like, outside. I wasn't in the van. But at any moment... Something could have happened. There could have been more people in the van. They could have had more people. They could have car jumped me for the thing. They could have kidnapped me. They could have done anything. That is horrifying. Okay, kidnapping? I have a scary one. I was kidnapped. No, I went... I thought I was going to die. I went to a man's house. This was in L.A. This was in L.A. Not Is this in the, the guy that made you come on his feet? No, with the other person in the house. But there was someone else in the house in this story. And he said, so, let it dry. Let it dry. <laughs> said, none, gla- of the, none of those babies and let it dry. I want glazed. I want a glaze. <laughs> glaze and he wanted to do it multiple times. Yeah, He wanted he to, to layer it up. up yeah, he wanted it to be like a candle. Like you got to keep dipping. But he wanted it to be my foot. And then I think he wanted to lick it off. Oh, your foot. It was on my foot. I didn't come on his feet. He said, I want to, I want to glaze your tits. Yeah. So, and then that's when I was like, I got to go. Your husband's freaking me out. So I go to this guy's house. He goes, come around um, to the side of the house. Love the side door. And I was like, okay, so he must live in the guest house behind it. Mm-mm. I get there. I walk in. He looks like his picture's a little older. The hair has gone grayer. But I was like, I'm going to stay because I'm here. Um, he then proceeds to like, show me the backyard and he was like would you like to hook up back here and i was like oh um and he was like it's really nice and like the fence goes all the way around like we're safe like no one can look in and i could see that there's not really houses around just the next door neighbor and but there was tall bushes so i was like um yeah let's hang out here for a minute he goes great cool just let me do one thing real quick and he pulled the gate shut and then put a lock on it but one of the key locks and took the key out and walked inside his house and set it down somewhere. 
and then came back outside with a glass of water for me. And I was like, well, not going to drink that water. I'm terrified about where the key is. (laughs) We like start making out outside and like we're like touching. And I was like, you know, I don't actually don't feel too too comfortable out here because I can like see the highway. So maybe let's pack it up, take it inside. We go inside, we finish. But then I start noticing like while we're hooking up, his eyes are closed like the whole time. Like, he won't open his eyes to, like, lead me into the house. Like, his eyes were closed. And then he was leading me like a blind person, like, touching the wall to get inside the house. And that's what I'm like, this is getting weird. Was he blind? No. He Full vision. He got, well, I think he was maybe, do, I think he was doing it for himself, which I'm not against. If you got to keep your eyes shut, keep them shut. But I better finish. Then he, I, like, stripped down. And I just am not feeling it. So I do that thing where I'm like, okay, you know what, dude, like, He was giving me methy vibes. Like, the Mm -hmm. stuff that he was saying was talking in circles. He started sweating and nothing was really going on. And so I was like, "Uh, can I just go? Like, I'm just going to head out. I'm sorry this isn't working for me. And I get to the gate and I remember it's locked. And he goes, oh, yeah, hold on. And he starts patting his pockets. And I go, oh, no, no, no. It's I think you put it. It's somewhere in here. And he was like, no, we were outside when I locked it. And I go, well, we were. But then you went inside. And he got me the water. And he goes like, okay, let me check. And so then he goes outside. I'm there for 20 minutes standing there holding the gate terrified i just start sending his address to all of my friends (laughs) i sent it to all of my friends i was like hey this is where i'm at right now just uh don't just let me know if you don't hear from me or whatever like ready for death he then eventually fumbles around and gets the keys but it was like he was looking for him with his eyes closed and i was like what is going on? I got out of there so fast because I could hear did people. Uh, I did not finish. <laughs> uh, my underwear barely even came off because I could hear other voices inside the house. Mm. And he was like, yeah, I'm completely alone. TV? Vo- like human people talking and walking. Resonance. Like we were, because of where we were, we were like underneath the house. And there was people up there. And I just, it felt weird. It felt wrong. And the locked door terrified me. That's crazy. Have you ever been locked in? I went to a lock-in once. <laughs> hey, you fucks. So in high school, I worked for a local pizza chain. And his son, the son of the guy who owned it, he used to suck, right? It was good. He was rich. And then one day, we sneak onto a golf course. And we're having sex on a golf course in the middle of the night. And full moon, beautiful. And, of course, my pussy squirts everywhere and he watched me often he was disgusted horrified he was like you pissed all over me anyways love y'all go to pod bye that's well listen you peed all over him (laughs) squirt is different than pee squirt is pee please welcome to my new podcast squirt is pee let me just say this if you are interested in gauging in what and engaging? Yes. With squirt. With a vagina. You should be it's gonna fully get wet. function you should be fully aware of its functions, its anatomy, uh all of the things that come with that. Like, listen, we talk about like dick cheese and foreskin all the time. But how often are you encountering that? And that's something that like is an external thing that you can control. That's hygiene. Right. But I know that if like that happens, that I can be like, let's clean your dick off. Yeah. And then it doesn't go like, I then I go, don't, you know, like freak out and walk away and like never interact with that dick again. It's giving. Or if like if the cum tastes bad, it's like, oh, maybe you had a garbage diet over the last two days. But yeah. like, you know. I don't know. It's just fucked up. This is up. giving like a top who's mad at like a bottom who had like a little poop come out. Yeah, like not like a the, full shit. The water's but just, slightly like, a little, brown. Yeah, and it's like, why is that something that you should be mad about? Yeah, you just you're got not laid. perfect, bro. I just I let you inside of my body. Like I'm sorry. And theoretically, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> And theoretically, the sex was good if she yeah, squirted. Yeah, if she squirted, at least you got what you wanted. Fuck that guy. He sucks. I thought you were going to say something like, then you came back the next day and the the like golf course green was like discolored from your squirt. Because your acidic squirt. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you gave him a spooky blowjob in a, in a cemetery and you got ghosts all in your hair. 
Hey, calling about the request for uh, scary hookup stories. Yes. So when I was 18, I wanted to have my first ever grinder experience and first ever hookup. So I downloaded it, met up with some guy. We got into his car to drive around. Mm. He drove me to essentially what was an abandoned uh, neighborhood where it was just a cul-de-sac and not any houses. Wait. And we were this just talking you. in his car for an hour. Then, as it was brought up randomly in conversation, he pulled out a taser uh. and shocked it in the car to demonstrate it to me. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in the middle of nowhere in this man's car. And he has a weapon. And because I was horny, I Finish. told him I wanted to blow him. So I blew him. Smart. And that was my first ever hookup under the very concerning <laughs> ability that I was going to be killed. First ever Bye. hookup? Um, first, first ever, ever hookup, you decided to suck his dick with a taser there? He could have got you in the back of the neck, Jean Benet style. Oh, she may have been tased. But she, we're not going there. That's a scary story. Use your other hand. That's a scary story. That's a scary story. Um, yeah. No, I don't know if someone were to pull out, oh, I, I told you about the time that the guy pulled out a gun and was like, <gasps> he was like, I have this and like kind of just like put it back in the dresser drawer and I was like, now is this a threat or yeah, why would I, you make me aware to that? Years and years ago when I lived in Chicago and I fucked that cop, I was like, the gun has to be out of the bedroom. Yeah. Well, he's like, no, actually it prefers to sit in the corner and watch. <laughs> Like that foot guy's husband. Next call. <laughs> no, what I wanted to say is hooking up in cars is wild because I think it's so pointless. Like technically, it it's illegal, right? <gasps> I just had a crazy. Are you, do you? Are you out still cruising, or is the monkeypox still putting the fear in you? I'm vax. But are you going to like parks? I recently took DDM to the cruising park to show him. And? He was like, oh. I was like, yeah, it's happening out here. Which park is it? I went to Elysian Park with oh, him. Oh, that's the, that's the. That's the OG. That's the original. That's the one where I'm like, I didn't know. Remember, I didn't know it was a cruising park. And I used to ride my motorcycle through there because I live right next to it. And it was like, perfect. There's no cars. And I was like, why are all these men just jumping out of the bushes? And they're also just sitting in their cars. Yeah, they all just day sit long. in their car. I was like driving around. I was like, are they on lunch break? Like, why is it here? And then the like, the like park rangers drive around they don't care i don't think well they do because they're always like scowling at everyone and you're like for all you know i've driven up here like i did with ddm driven up here showed him the view walked him around some of the paths showed him i was like girl there's people probably fucking down in the in the woods uh -huh. and then we left that's yeah. a perfectly fine thing to do at a park yeah some would say you had an afternoon in a park with ddm an afternoon delight what is that? That's my phone. Wah, 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 I got a wah. phone call. Chill out. Okay. What I do want to say, though, is that technically hooking up in your car is considered public sex. Yes. So it's also, like, hard and annoying for, like, fat people and big people to do like it. How, yeah. And then my other question is, is, like, when they're hooking up in the car, they're obviously getting in the back seat, so you're just watching someone in a parking lot just like get out of their car. They're not obviously getting in a back seat. How do? Oh, they just crawl through from the front. No, sometimes people like hook up in the front seats. But there's a okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I couldn't. I couldn't maneuver. That I'd way. suck a dick in a front seat if the if the glove compartment or the whatever isn't too bad. The center. The, the center. The, the yeah. Gear shift. The mild, please. The, um, what I was gonna say is that made me get a flash to. I just this dude just. I saw him viewed me on Growler, and he's someone that I hooked up with. I had to text that guy. Ten years ago, probably at this point in Chicago. And I saw him view me on Growler because I have the same account. And I just messaged him back and I said, remember when I sucked your dick in my mom's car behind that grocery store? What did he say? Yeah. He said, I sure do. And then do you go relive it? No, I mean, he's not here. He's in Chicago. Oh. But I do remember... Um, People like some people like car sex. People love car sex. And I I'm think like, it's happened I'm okay to me like four that. times. 
Uh, the only time I've like interacted sexually in a car was like when it was moving. I've never like while your been little friend was park, chauffeuring well, you around. No, that but also I've Fridays like, in high school. <laughs> it was Saturdays. Uh, no, I would suck. I've sucked like multiple people's dicks while they were driving. Oh, and then I've like in the front seat like had them jerk jerk it while they drove. Jerk it. I I like to keep it on the move. Jerk I don't it. need people to stop and spark it. And work it. Okay. And flip it. Well, listen. And cock it. And black it. And I have it. one incredibly long two-part voicemail. Love it. And then I also have one that's too sassy, and then you you uh you prove you bite yourself in the ass. I want them both. Okay, let's start with the long one. Hey, Big Dipper and Meatball. Very big fan here. My name is Ben. I'm from Flint, Michigan. Um, and regarding scary hookup stories, so this is back in 2019. Um, I had made plans with this guy to meet up and have sex. And um, it was like a, a month-long thing where, you know, we just trying to make things work out and, you know, have our schedules line up. And finally, one night, he just had me come over. And um, it was maybe like a 30-minute drive from my house. We're all going too um, far. We're all going too far. Up and he answered, he opens the door and he's completely naked. And the first Work. red flag was that he looked nothing like the pictures that he showed to me. Um, like to the point where it was, it wasn't like he, you know, was a couple years older. It was just not like the same person. And mm -hmm. at the time I was still kind of. Why do people do uh, that? We're going to find and, out. And like, I kind of felt this sense of obligation to go through with it because, you know, I had driven all that way and we had made plans and I didn't want to disappoint him. Just and really I there, you know, people pleaser. It's always the um, I stayed. And so I went inside and he was like, this is a no clothing household. So, you know, first things first, that's kind of hard clothes and leave all yourself at the door. So I was like, that's okay, kind of hot right out the gate. Let's get weird. them clothes off. And, but I did it. What's what? Um, just kind of going along with it. And, you know, we were walking to his kitchen and it was, you know, he kept, he was talking like a mile a minute, tell these stories about, you know, he, he mentioned having like a, um, a roommate or somebody who lived in the basement and his kitchen was being redone. I don't know. Just a bunch of stupid bullshit that didn't really make any sense. And before I came out there, I had told him like I was coming from oh, their work the or someplace directly. So I was like, I need to take a shower if that's possible. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. So I... You know, we walk upstairs to a bathroom where there's this big, like, like clawfoot tub full of water. Mm. Um, mm, and he's like, no. okay, well, you can, the water's still really hot, so we can wait for it to cool down, and then you can take a bath or whatever. Mind you, there's a shower in this room as well. There was just this random fucking tub. So I was like, okay. So we, like, went to his room. In the meantime, we just laid down, and we talked a little bit about stuff. And he mentioned how he... He basically hinted at being like a sex worker and stuff and just mentioned some of the crazy things that he had been paid to do. Um, and then... That would be good. We need we, sex workers. I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember this correctly because I kind of lost it out. Um, but anyway, so at, we you go back to the bathroom bad. to, you know, to, for him to, you know, tell me to take a bath or something. I don't know. And I was like, I don't know. You know, I... I don't know, but then he, at one point, he's like, here, do you want me to point? show you this something, this really cool? Mm -hmm. Hey, guys, this is Ben from Flynn again. I know this is crazy hey, long, ben. so if you guys don't want to use this, it's fine. I just want to tell the story. No, but um, anyway, no, so he is, like, let me show you this really cool spot in my house I love, and he, like, pulls down this, like, attic kind of ladder from the ceiling. No. And then we go up, Dungeon. and this, like, little, like, lookout area on the top of his house. Cozness. And it's completely dark, and he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't like having any, like, electronics up here. You've never seen I Marry an Axe Murderer? to get away. And like in that moment, suddenly everything kind of clicked. Suddenly, I was just—it became too much, and I was like, "Okay, I need to get down right now." And um, and he's like, "Well, what's going on?" And I was like, "I I need you to I need to get down. Like I'm I need to get down. I need to go." So he he actually let me down. He was still talking the whole time, and um, and then I go to the door, and I was like, "Listen, I would love to keep doing this, but I I said I can't afford you, which is just playing on the sex worker thing." He's like, "Well, I didn't mean like that," and I was like, "Well." Even still, I'm, I'm just going to go. So I got my stuff, and I left. And, okay, so flash over two months around Christmas time. A guy in, in the area um, goes missing, and, you know, it was right around Christmas. 
And a couple of days later after he, it was announced he was missing and stuff, one of my friends texted me and was like, hey, the guy, we find out, we found out that the, the guy who went missing ended up getting murdered. And, um, my friend texted me a couple of days later and was like, they, they released a photo of the guy who, who killed Kevin. His name was Kevin Bacon, the guy who died. Um, and I was like, and I just Kevin knew Bacon right then, I just him? knew I had a horrible feeling. I was like, so let me see the picture. And he sent me the picture and it was that same fucking guy. So like, I, I, I think back to the bathtub and the, in the, in, in the water and stuff. And it's so cinematic. And obviously I have a very hard time, um, hooking up with guys now. So uh, very terrifying. Um, I'm about to cry. Ben! Ben from Flint. That's horrifying. But you escaped. You escaped. You were smart and you you went with your senses. The hot water in the bathtub is a immediate like. mm. What if it was like smelled like lavender? Oh my God. I would have been like, why did you draw me a bath? I don't know. I mean, I could, he could have talked himself into being like, well, you said that you wanted something and I thought this would be nice to help you relax. Like, the guy was thinking it through, I guess. Girl. Girl, that's scary. Murder's on the apps. Murder's on the apps. That's so scary. I, this I, is what I mean. Does that, I, well, no, I do think you that turn I that thought... into a horror film or does that just become urban legend of the guy who was a creep and then two months later you find out Turn it into a someone. horror film and also start talking about it. Apparently I saw, oh God, I saw a TikTok, which is probably a lie, but there's actually been like a lot of people that have been murdered and Grinder was the cause, but they, it's Not just, Grindr was the cause, well, but Grinder was how they met. Well, sorry, an app, not Grinder. Like, we'll bleep it. And they met on an app and they hooked up, and and then the person, or it was yeah. A it's setup. how you literally meet a stranger, yeah. and literally, if you if you send a nine inch cock with a PA on it, you're gonna get uh, someone. You're gonna get hi hi. <laughs> You'll find a victim. Always, always a victim. All right, play this, this has been psycho. No, play the last one. Oh, yeah. You guys don't know this, but I told a really weird story earlier that we cut out of the episode. It was a good story. You could retell it, and then we'll stick it in, and I'll do it. So right. I'm going to say the story again, because you guys didn't put it on the first time, and Ooh. I've been waiting. But is this one time I was Austin? with this guy, and I was giving him a boob job. I'm a part of the Itty Bitty City Committee, so there's really not Stop, that pause. much there. But I was giving him question, a so. boob job? Is that a thing? Have you heard of a boob job? Is it like titty fucking? I think it's like this, but I've never heard it called a boob. Margo, have you ever heard a boob job? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, no, no, I haven't. No, okay, keep going. So I started to give up, and then I said, I pulled up, and my necklace got caught on his dick. Necklace got caught on his dick. So I just want to say, caller, maybe the reason we haven't put your stories on the air is because of this low-quality bullshit you're putting in our inbox. That's all. And he was starting to get nauseous, and he fainted. And so uh, I had to pick him up and, you know, give him a shower, a cold shower and everything, try to give him, like, you know, like, something to drink. And it was crazy. So... My best advice when you're given head or a boob job or anything is no necklaces. That's all I have to say. Goodbye. So, so I think her necklace caught on his dick. Got caught on his dick and cut, cut him. It. Or and I think the skin is so thin it. down there that it probably bled a lot. And then he, he got a little out. woozy because of that. I told you about when they took my blood and I got like a little woozy. She said, are you okay? I said, yes, stick it in my face. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. I told that story again, and someone was like, kind of a bad person. <laughs> and you were like, you don't know where my keloids are. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right, well, listen, happy so Halloween. This. It's Halloween weekend. If you are in Mexico, if you're in Puerto Vallarta, come to. It's not Halloween weekend. You have no sense of when these episodes come out. No, well, no, but we also record them in a different order than they come out. You're correct. I know when this episode comes out. And that's all that matters, baby. Happy October 14th. And I'll see you then. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. Our personal Instagrams are Spiciest Meatball and Big Dipper Jelly everywhere. And then my Twitter is Fat Jag Meatball. My TikTok is Meatball the Drag Queen. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which comes out every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday. And Thursday you'll get a full video if you sign up for Mom Plus. That's right. And if you're in the L.A. area, get ready because we are working on a special surprise to celebrate our 300th episode of Sloppy Seconds. We're working on putting together a live show in December. So get your little get your little ready ready for that. For that cuz it's going to be a live event starring us. We should have like a, and a special an ice cream social or like a chicken tender bar, like nachos or like something that like some sort yeah, I just yawned. Did, could you tell? Yeah. Oh. That's what I, I thought I was getting really good at it. Nope. I think we should do some sort of fun food activity at the venue. Yeah, absolutely. Start spreading the news. Start spreading the news. We're coming today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. Oh, God, why does that keep happening? Are there ghosts in here? Is this place haunted? Call Brad Calvo. We, yeah, we will be calling him. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.